When we came back on the air this week, uh, back on Monday and led the show with uh, Kawhi Leonard and were you hurt, were you mad or or not, I think I said at the time, uh, this is the last we'll speak, this is the last we'll talk of Kawhi Leonard. Strike that from the record, if you could, please. Uh, Because Masai Ujiri, the Raps GM, has spoken publicly for the first time since Kawhi decided to get up and uh, leave us uh, here in Toronto and uh, move back home to uh, L.A. Here is uh, Masai when he was uh, asked... Uh, about uh, about I'm sorry Kawhi Leonard uh, deciding to leave town. Here was his response. We got we got a great deal out of this, you know. Like we want we want a championship, so we're happy. And honestly, it's on to the next, you know. Um, this is the NBA, and this is how it works. I always say, there's no time to go out and uh, you can't cry. You can't go and hide on the table and cry, you know. Like honestly, I've lost lost no sleep. Not disappointed, you know, um, it's on to the next, uh, what's next. And I'm telling Raptor fans and everybody, you know, don't lose one day of sleep. All right, so he's not losing any sleep. And uh, has has Masai Jury been listening to a lot of Ariana Grande? Is that what's on his playlist? Just thank you, next. <laughs> Seems like that's his theme song these days. He was also asked, I think, a pretty revealing question yesterday by one reporter as to whether or not uh, Kawhi Leonard was truthful and upfront with him through this whole process. Listen to this exchange. Did you think Kawhi was fairly upfront with you during the process, and how did the meeting go in general with him? I think he was. Uh, I, I, uh, Kawhi was. Was anybody not? Uh, I did. Hey, I mean, I. I know, I know what we're dealing with here, and you know, I, 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 I appreciate what the process was, and um, I know free agency. I know, I know how it works. It's not, it's not my first rodeo, you know. So you, you know, uh, things are going to go up and down. This was, this was a different kind of free agency. It's high stakes, and um, we, un- we understood that. All right, let's uh, parse this and break this down a, a little further. Uh, Kawhi was. Was anybody not? And Masai's uh, response uh, was uh, basically, uh, you know, uh, it's not my first uh, rodeo. Uh, I know how these things uh, work. Let's bring in Anthony Bruno from a Global Sports. He joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And uh, Anthony, after that uh, response from uh, your jury about uh, whether or not uh, Kawhi was upfront and truthful, and he just says Kawhi was uh, on Twitter, started uh, trending uh, Uncle Dennis. Can, can you kind of explain for those that don't know uh, who Uncle Dennis is in this and who he is to Kawhi Leonard? Hey, Jeff. So, yeah, I think it's very safe to assume that Masai Ujiri was referring to Kawhi Leonard's uncle, Uncle Dennis, as he's known. And he's essentially Kawhi's business manager. He's not really his agent. I believe Kawhi also has an agent. But Uncle Dennis kind of runs everything else when it comes to his career and his you know, his business interests and everything off the court. And obviously, he, he had a big role in Kawhi Leonard's free agency. How much of a role? Do, do we know it all, uh, Anthony? I, I understand that Uncle Dennis is kind of the, the father figure to uh, Kawhi Leonard after, of course, uh, he, he lost his dad so tragically. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Kawhi Leonard has a lot of trust in his Uncle Dennis. He's been with him essentially since you know his father passed away. He's been the central figure in his life. And, you know, he was with Kawhi Leonard um, in all his free agent meetings. He was with Kawhi Leonard during that whole San Antonio Spurs saga when they kind of forced their way out of that situation. So he has a lot of trust in him. And, uh, you know, he 
kind of relies on his uncle Dennis to do a lot of the uh, the wheeling and dealing when it comes to uh, to making these deals. Well, what do you make of you, Masai Ujiri saying that he believes Kawhi was uh, upfront and uh, basically honest, but uh, when he was asked, uh, was anybody not, his response was, uh, I know what we're dealing with. So I think what he was referring to is that I, I believe Kawhi and, and Uncle Dennis, and listen, I don't know exactly what happened in those meetings, but I think it's kind of safe to assume that they were using the Raptors as leverage. And I think kind of the whole time Kawhi's mind was set on playing in Los Angeles. And it looks like, you know, he wanted to play from the Clippers, uh, for the Clippers from day one. And it seems like Uncle Dennis was making a lot of unreasonable requests to the Raptors, maybe in a way to gain some leverage. Because, I mean, look at what the Clippers gave up to get Paul George. I mean, Kawhi Leonard said, listen, get me Paul George, get me another star, and I'm going to sign with you guys. And then the Clippers go out. They trade five first-round draft picks, two roster players. I mean, it was, it was an unbelievable haul for the Oklahoma City Thunder. And I think during that whole process, Uncle Dennis was trying to get as much as possible. And, um, you know, I guess in, at the end of the day, it worked out for Kawhi. Sure. Uh, and does this uh, really give us some insight into how this all went down and what happened here? Because I think back to Masai Ujiri's uh, last press conference, uh, Anthony, when he basically was saying how much he loves Toronto, that he's uh, staying here. This is a uh, home for him and his family and his uh, kids. And I thought at the time that is the exact speech he is probably giving uh, Kawhi Leonard. But uh, clearly... Uh, that wasn't enough. Uh, the fact that uh, Toronto could be a great home for you and your family, and we've already got a great team here. It sounds as if uh, Kawhi and uh, Uncle Dennis, uh, they were trying to pull the strings on uh, a multiple player deal that uh, the Clippers were willing to do and go for that maybe Masai and the Raptors weren't. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people were caught off guard because when you think of Kawhi Leonard, he's a very low key guy, kind of puts his head down, his main focus is basketball. You know, no one really thought that he was this sort of master manipulator and recruiter. I mean, kind of like LeBron James when he originally started his super team in Miami, and now he's going over to the Lakers. And even, you know, you look at other superstars like Kevin Durant, how he was kind of talking to Draymond Green, you know, in the offseason before joining the Golden State Warriors. So no one really knew that Kawhi was sort of capable of doing something like this. And then out of nowhere, we hear that, you know, he contacted Kevin Durant and he was contacting Paul George. And there was also reports that he had contacted Kyrie Irving to join up with one of these guys. And, uh, you know, I think that kind of caught everyone off guard and is maybe rubbing some people the wrong way, um, you know, because Kawhi obviously got his way in the end. But at the end of the day, Raptors fans have to be happy for what he did. You know, he was here for a season, gave it his all, won the team its first NBA championship. So I think at the end of the day, Raptors fans are are not going to hate how uh, this whole situation turned out. And in a way, I mean, it's pretty interesting how this all played out and how it went down. And uh, Kawhi Leonard and any other, any other superstar player in the NBA, it's amazing the amount of power they do have. Not only are they the, the team's uh, best player and the superstar, but in a lot of cases, they're almost uh, in a way that the general manager deciding, uh, you know, who you're going to trade for, who I want to play with. And I guess we'll find out to next season how this all uh, parses out. But uh, you got to wonder whether or not maybe Masai Ujiri made a tough, but maybe the right decision for the Raptors, as tough as it was to say goodbye to Kawhi Leonard, uh, maybe made the right decision for the team overall. Yeah, I think the Raptors are still in a solid position. Now, listen, I mean, you, you do need a superstar player to win an NBA championship. You go through history, it's very rare that a team wins a title without one of the best players in the world. But the thing with the Raptors moving forward is you have a guy like Pascal Siakam, 
who I believe can actually develop into a superstar player. We saw flashes of it throughout the playoffs. He had that massive game one in the NBA finals, putting up 32 points. So you hope that he can develop into that player and he's going to give it, he's going to be given the keys to the team next year. Cause he's going to be the go-to guy. And another thing that the Raptors have is they're going to have salary cap flexibility because Kyle Lowry, Marcus Saul, Serge Ibaka, they're all on expiring deals. So after next season, the Raptors are going to have over $90 million of cap space to play around with. And if you look at Masai Ujiri's track record, he's made a lot of incredible moves. You know, when he first came to the Raptors, he traded Andrea Bargnani, a contract that no one thought was movable. He's the guy that drafted Pascal Siakam. He's the guy that made the trade for Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green, the move that essentially won the Raptors the NBA championship. So I think Raptors fans should be very comfortable knowing that Masai Ujiri is in control. All right, we will leave it there. Anthony Bruno, really appreciate the time and the insight. Thank you so much for joining us. No problem, Jeff. Thanks for having me on.